brand new episode of Kids Ministry Real Talk. My name is Zach and I am your host and this is the podcast where we talk real ministry for real people and today we are doing a special episode where we are focusing on a church plant. This is an amazing thing, something that's so close to my heart, Um, but what does kids ministry and all ministry look like in a church plant? And we have my good new friend, uh, Hunter Keith. Hunter, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks so much. I'm super excited about uh, getting to talk with you and just, um, yeah, this has been a great opportunity just to sit down and speak my heart. So, Yeah. So Hunter, you are actually in the midst of a church plant right now yes. in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, tell us a little bit first, before we get into that first, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into ministry yeah. and then your context about getting into a church plant. Well, so my story is, so I'm originally from, um, Northern Indiana. Um, and, uh, my wife and I moved to Nashville three years ago, um, which was not for a ministry job or anything like that. I actually was a, a hotel manager. And so I was working long hours and all of that, but um, God really knew what he was doing by moving us to Nashville because um, we got um, introduced to a church down here and just got plugged in and like started serving. And God was like, nope, this is really, you need to be serving me in a full-time capacity of of vocational ministry. And And it was something that I'd always strive to do, but I was like, oh, it looks different for everybody. So I can work full time here, but then be just the kid that sits or the adult that sits in the background with the students or the kids and just like make spark noises and like is their friend. (laughs) And so that's, that was my whole goal. And then God really just started putting it on my heart was like, no, you really have a lot to show these students and these kids and um and to teach them and and to really show them what what following christ is all about and they so i started working part-time as the youth pastor at it was called global vision bible church started working part-time there and then slowly they asked me and i became full-time january of 2017 and worked all the way up until um about three months ago where, um, I, I left. And, um, the reasons why I left was, was some, some, um, controversy within, within the church, uh, with, within the, um, leadership. And so I stepped down, but God again knew what he was doing because that's when we met, um, the people that we are now helping plant the church with two weeks after we left. And so, yeah, so God just really orchestrated it completely because we originally were going to be moving out of the place that we were living in now, and we were going to be trying to find to buy a house, and we were like, okay, let's figure out what this life is going to look like now that um, I've been full-time vocational ministry, and now leaving that and going and working a secular job for the time being right. until um, because I'm going to be going back to school to get to get my bachelor's in and um uh biblical studies so um so i was like let's figure what this all is going to be and then god's like actually i have this plan for you and um introduced us to uh greg and jessica who are going to be the lead pastors at what um is going to be called one church in nashville amazing 
Yeah. And that's awesome. God always does have his plan and it takes it. We're the last people to find out about it. It's unreal. He just, he just goes, Hey, by the way, I have this, let's do it. And like, just follow me. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's amazing. So uh, tell us more about one church and Greg and Jessica, you meet them. Um, they kind of throw this idea. We're playing church. What is the way they pitch that? What is the vision? And how do you get plugged in with them? So how they, they pitched it to us is just, they're like, Hey, we're planning a church here in Nashville and we're just looking for some friends. And that's how it started. We're just started out becoming friends and just like really talking with each other, learning each other's hearts and like what, what their focus was with discipleship and and um making genuine human connection and just really reaching people for the gospel um and my wife and i just we fell in love with it we're like we want to jump on board with this we want to do anything we can to help out with this church plan and so greg and jessica just kind of were like hey we we'd love to have you on our team. And my wife and I are like, yeah, let's, let's be on this team. Let's start, help start launch this church and let's get this going. And so it's been a couple months since we joined the team and we're just like ready to go. Like I'm ready for, for our first Sunday. Like right. I'm so ready, but there's so much more to do <laughs> for yeah. our first Sunday. I'm just ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And so what, uh, explain to us the path you're there. You're kind of think of an idea. Um, what have been the stages that you've walked through where the stage you're at now? And then what needs to happen until that actual first Sunday, um, launches? Wow. Um, so I would say probably right now, um, we do a lot of talking, a lot of throwing ideas against the wall and seeing kind of which ones are feasible at this point in time. And then we've we've kind of grown a culture of of not saying no, but not but saying not yet, and like trying to figure out what's going to work with what we have right now, and with work with um, what what God's doing in our community as well. And so, um, like one example, we just had a, a interest party um, about a month ago, and we had all all these parents come with with kids and so i had the opportunity to lead the kids ministry for just one night and it was just like how can i put all of the things that i've learned um with kids ministry and like reaching the kids for for what god has laid on my heart to talk to them about Mm -hmm. but also um how can i make this fun and exciting for them for just one night because yeah. right now it's just one night and we don't have a, we don't have a church to go to. We don't have a building. We don't have, we, it's one night. And so what can I do to do this one night and be fantastic and memorable for these kids? And so um, we talked about um, kind of what a church, we talked about what the church plant was like. And then, so we use that as the, the parable of the sower about planting in good soil, like what looks like good soil and, and 
we talked about that because we're a church plant. And so I was like, okay, let's bring it around with that. And, and then we played games, um, had fun. And then to throw everything else out there at the end, we had a dance party. Because what kid doesn't love a good dance party? And so we we did a dance party and then we sat around and I asked the kids, like, what did you like about tonight? I asked them, what did you like about tonight? What did you not like about tonight? Like right before they left. And a lot of them were like, we loved, we loved everything. And then some of them were like, we loved the dance party. And some of them were like, we don't really know because we're super shy (laughs) because they didn't say anything and so just trying to figure out like what kids ministry looks like with in the church plant has been kind of difficult right because i only have them for one night Mm -hmm. i only get to so the follow-up with the parents and all of that that have signed like that signed in their kids and all of that um that follow-up has been something that that we kind of been looking at like okay how can we follow up with these parents and to see how the kids enjoyed it and all of that so Mm -hmm. yeah well i think that's a very you know common problem even for other people i think there's people that are feeling like these kids only come one sunday out of six months you know and and that heart that you're kind of processing is is so good and i love that you talk about fun um that's something that we always it's a common theme everyone Mm -hmm. i talk to you know that's a guest on this podcast always says fun is a a key element that needs to happen and i think especially in your context right now you know Mm -hmm. if you're not fun then you know what what is this all about you know to capture the attention um for buy-in that's great yeah so as you're looking forward, even from that night, um, you know, what are some things that you're planning for that first Sunday? What are some of your hopes and dreams? And, you know, what would be a perfect Sunday for you in this first launch? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so kind of my my hopes are that that the kids just come. My hope, my number one hope is that the kids here hear the gospel and it he- and they hear it in maybe a way they've never heard it before that it maybe just resonates with them that 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 particular mm-hmm. day and so that's like kind of my my number one hope and my number one goal is like how can i reach these kids for christ first and foremost mm-hmm. and so that's if if it doesn't have if it doesn't have like any inkling of of sharing the gospel, I, I, I reevaluate it and Mm. figure out if there's an ability to really, um, bring the gospel in even further. Um, so that's, that's what my number one focus is, is just like really bringing the gospel and two, it, um, big dream of mine is to have an overabundance of volunteers because, you know, that's one thing that you always struggle in children's ministry is like having enough volunteers. And so I want our first Sunday to have this overabundance to where we have like three people in a classroom where we only have yeah. two kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that would be a giant awesome dream. But, um, but the other dream is just that, that the kids would leave 
knowing that they are loved and they are cared for and that they would want to come back the next Sunday because they're so excited to hear about, about what Jesus is doing and what Jesus has done. And also with just kind of making it as, as much fun as possible. Going back to the fun thing, like sometimes kids think, Oh, church is just this boring thing that you just go to on Sundays, but I don't want that to be our kids ministry. I want our kids ministry to be crazy and fun and that the kids want to invite their friends and invite random strangers along the street. Like, Hey, you should come just because it's a blast. And, and if they come because it's a blast, then they're going to come hear um, the gospel. They're going to hear what Christ has done and how he can change your life and yeah. how it doesn't always have to be this this ho-hum drum thing it can be this excitement this life-giving thing because that's what it is it's this life life-giving yeah choice totally so. that's amazing and what has um your process been with volunteers have you started to get a core team a team of people that are like hey i'm in it with you with kids what has that been like yeah, that has definitely been um, a, a challenge. And um, so my goal would be to have a team lead for each um, group. So I will be um, doing, most likely I'll be doing from kids all the way up through students. So um, so my goal is to have a team lead for for each group so like nursery team lead to preschool team lead to early elementary to um late elementary um to middle school to high school have a team lead for each and then so that way because to take on all of that as one person would just be chaotic and insane so um just my goal is to put people in place for each one of those to help with volunteer recruitment and, um, and just help to, to kind of build what we're trying to build. Because Mm -hmm. if we can get the right people in place now, we, we can build an even better kids ministry and have, have multiple eyes on it going, all right, so I think this is going to work for this area, but maybe not this area. So how can we lace them together to where it will work for when it's not a drastic change from preschool to early elementary right? and then, and weaving them together throughout that. And so finding volunteers will be definitely challenging, especially now that like we don't have a church like building yet. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have services. So, um, my focus right now is just finding those these leaders and right. then from there we'll find um we'll find the volunteers to be in the classrooms to be yeah. on on the the sound system and all of that yeah that's an amazing plan that's a great way to break it down i think so encouraging too is you know as people get to different sizes obviously a church plant you start small you hope to grow mm-hmm. 
Um, but even as you get big, even hundreds of kids, some people feel right. like they have to do it all by themselves and even all, you know, only staff can do these certain roles. But I love the church plant mentality is like, we're all in it together. Yeah. And, you know, I need, if something needs to get done, then who's, we just got to find someone, train them, equip them <laughs> and get them yeah. to do it. You know, mm -hmm. there's only so much time in the day. So bringing people along on that mentality is really great. Yeah. Um, have you found any of those team leads yet? So one one of them is already already in in that spot because I mean I'm married to her, so she, <laughs> she she's kind of in that. She has a really big heart for um, high school, mm -hmm. um, especially high school girls, but high school in general. Just right. um, uh, she she's very focused in on that and so um actually starting in january we're both leading um she's leading a teen girl small group mm. and i'm leading a teen guy small group awesome. for the teens that we've we've met um in the last couple months and then um that we just we've been starting with kind of like smaller groups to 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 meet up with people and so yeah um she's gonna so far be my high school team lead but awesome. the other ones, um, I have a couple people in mind for my um, junior high who um, they, they've shown interest in junior high, right. um, but just one of, them, one of them's not sure that they're going to join the church plant yet, right. but I'm really praying that, that they go, yeah, I'm in, and right. because they would make an amazing junior right. high um, leader, so... Um, and then for, for the, for the kids, um, areas, I'm really, really praying that God will place those people in my life right now. Um, so I can get to know them and get to talk to them. We have, um, several people from different States that are moving here. So oh, wow. we're, we're talking, I've been trying to talk to them and build some relationship with them before they even get here. Right. So that way, um, see how they might, cause they've, express interest in kids ministry and teens and right. all of that so just kind of get their heart and see where where they might fit in the best so yeah. just equipping them for what best suits them right i think it's it's such an interesting dynamic and i think we almost lose this glow this heart of when we have conversations with people about joining your mm -hmm. the church you're actually giving them a role right away you're giving them right. a purpose and I think this is so much to hear that people are moving different states to join your church plant. Like no one would ever move to just attend another church, right. but to have a role in another church. Oh, well, that's something I'll change my life for. Um, right. And that's a really cool thing. I think that's something that everyone could take, you know, from it's like, what are we actually calling people to? Um, so that's really cool. Um, as you look to forward to these some of these conversations do you have a little bit of a game plan to think um okay i'm gonna ask this person then how are you going to onboard them and are, is there some vision some training some equipping or any kind of guidelines you have for that thought process that's so funny that you asked me that question because i've been literally thinking about that all day long like okay so so i've been distracted at my my 
nine to five job right with with just trying to figure out like church planning things and like okay how can i use my time wisely here while um so that's one thing that i like kind of looked into today was like what i plan on doing for for bringing volunteers on and like uh, training with them is so um i know that i will be I will be a hands-on person because that's just the type of person I am. I'm very hands-on. Like I want to walk you through it, but that's also, so that's the kind of training that I'll probably promote is very hands-on. And so um, when someone comes on, of course, background check um, and make sure that they have, um, they have a drive to, to be in the kids ministry or student ministry. If they Mm -hmm. really, if they're just, looking for a place just right. to kind of like serve like really figure out whether they have the heart for it or not and because right. it can be one of the most emotionally draining things um um and being in kids and, and students because some of their stories you just your your heart breaks for them and so i want to make sure that that our volunteers understand that and then um but also i like terms so like when someone joins like give them a term of okay can you be a a teacher in preschool for the fall semester right and that's all i'm asking is just for the fall semester for a full commitment for the fall semester and then at the end of the fall semester we'll reevaluate if you want to continue awesome i'll give you another semester and then the summer and then whatever so that way they don't always feel as though they're like locked in for eternity because there there's this sort of ability to say no and give them that out if they want an out um i've I started doing that with my volunteers back at um, when I was working at Global Vision. I started doing that with my volunteers like, hey, can you be a small group leader for me for um, this period of time Right. for for the school year? Um, And if that was not something that you could do, maybe I can use you instead, maybe just for for larger group activities. Um, if you can't commit to for, to this certain time, um, because I feel I felt like when I would ask those of my my leaders, they really responded well to them by being like, okay, they took. I I saw a lot of ownership in it. I saw a lot of like, okay, like, okay, I am doing this for the fall semester, and like, this is my class for the fall semester. Like, I won't try to change it from that class. Like this is my class, and so mm-hmm. um, I I plan on doing something like that, like term terms wise, like hey, be my teacher for this time to this time, and then we can come back. And if you're still gung ho and ready, continue, because I don't want anybody to feel burnout within within um, volunteering, because mm-hmm. that's then that's just not effective. That's not effective ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are amazing principles. Just to recap, like first jumping through those logistical hoops, background checks, you know, applications, mm-hmm. whatever your system is. And then I love that what you, what you talked about is having conversations, really getting to know them and determining this call 
that they would yeah. have some sort of call to being. And I think we overlook that too. And, you know, as we get comfortable, it just becomes a warm body, you know, mm-hmm. just because, you know, I need 30 leaders this week. Will you just, you know, you have a pulse, get in that room, but right. actually having a standard say, you know, maybe this one time that's okay. But, you know, if you want to be a volunteer, do you have a heart? Do you actually like kids? You know, mm-hmm. first of all, you know, do you want to be in a room? And that's amazing to hear about you and your wife that you have a heart for um, high school kids and, you know, what they're going through. And you have a heart for all kids, obviously. But, you know, that specific, here's where we're going to start strategically and because we feel like that's right. And that's great. And I love time commitments too. That's a really good principle because um, I think leaders can just kind of drag off and eventually just pitter off, you know, uh-huh. and you don't know what happened, you know, right. did I do something wrong or do something, you know, but it just wasn't, maybe they're too scared to say yeah. they don't like it I, anymore. I saw some of the best teachers um, um, not want to teach anymore because they just felt like there was no end in sight. And they felt like they couldn't take a break because if they took a break, then, then who's going to teach this class? They felt like they felt bogged down by it. And instead I want to give them the opportunity to be like, okay, like if you need to take a break, you take a break and you, Mm -hmm. cause you can't be effective if you're not, not mentally there or spiritually there. And so, yeah. Yeah. uh, They're just thinking, I have to do this forever, you know, yeah, opposed to exactly. being with the kids and saying, I'm going to do this for six months and be yes. the best leader mm-hmm. these kids I've ever had. They have a great time and they think that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Let me do it for another year. And yeah. that's an amazing commitment to be in a kid mm-hmm. li- life of a kid for a year is great. Right. Mm-hmm. Hunter, that's amazing. Thank you so much for um, sharing this and where you're at. And I'm excited praying for you and all the exciting times things i think we'll have to do an update in a couple months just to hear about what's going on um um where can people follow you or find more is there anything up yet Um, so um so you can go follow um you can check out um one church website it's one church um dot com or one church nashville.com um you can follow me on instagram um and twitter i i don't tweet a lot but you can follow me out there yeah. you go there um you go. but um i'm more on instagram and then um you can follow one church nashville at um on instagram and facebook um so yeah that's kind of and you can also email me if you have any questions about church planning about if you're starting this like you can email me at hunterkeith underscore oh nine at yahoo.com. Awesome. So yeah, and we'll link all that in the show notes. Um, so people can connect and even just be saying, Hey, listen to you, praying for you. Um, yeah. and if you're listening, please be praying for our church plant. Church plant is what um the world needs is yeah. church plant. So uh, that's a special heart, a place in my heart. So thank you for all your work that you're doing, Hunter. Yes. Thank you so much, Zach, for allowing me to talk and and I'm super excited about this and kids ministry and just God's doing some really cool things and thanks for allowing me to share that with you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Hunter. The God who came to save me from my sin became a man
Heaven's Lamb.